Hello, hello, hello. Hi, friends. How are we all doing? Hopefully, y'all are yelling back at us. I always imagine that they are. Um, I have had multiple people say we should do a live episode, and I just need to figure out the logistics for that. That sounds really scary, and I feel like you guys have to be prepared that if someday you hear a live episode from us, I feel like we're going to sound like different people, because we're going to be talking in front of people. Well, not in front of people, just like live so people can listen live. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like um, live in person. That I mean, no, even like people listening live sounds scary. But uh, my biggest fear is that no one would show up, and there'd be like three people. And oh then yeah, I'd, that's embarrassing. I guess we're doing it in front of zero people right now, so that's embarrassing as well. <laughs> we're just doing the damn thing because we want to, you know. Um, well, we have like a fun little like timely episode today. But I had a fun little appointment this morning, y'all. Dun, 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 dun. Finally got my kidney checked out. <laughs> knee, not kidney. Yeah. My, <laughs> my knee. In case any of you misheard that. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Brian say kidney. 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 My kidney no. hurts. <laughs> this thing, I feel like the nurse was like, what? When she's like, so how long has this been bothering you? And I was like, mm, kind of since 2019. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know when I'm supposed to like go to the doctor. You know, that's not really something they teach you. Like, here's when you go to the doctor. I don't know, when you're, like... I also feel like we were raised to, like, tough it out, you know? <laughs> like, I feel like our parents are like, unless your bones are broken, you're bleeding, like, you're fine. <laughs> like, And I'm like, I'm never fine. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. Um, I got, like, sick as a kid. I mean, I had, like, ear infections or whatever, but, like, I've never broken a bone. I mean, I got Same. my first x-ray today. It was very weird. She You've never like, had an x-ray before? I've had, I've had my teeth x-rayed. But, like, never another, like, part of my body. I've never been in an x-ray room. Like, when would I have ever had an x-ray or needed an x-ray for anything? I've never broken or even sprained anything. Now I'm that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever had an x-ray either. I think I might have when I was really young because they, like, x-rayed my lungs. It was weird. Because of asthma. She also used this little, like, thing that looked like just a normal little tripod, like, behind my leg. And I was like, what is this? like contraption and then she would like go into another room to like you know make the thing start and then it would oh. make a really scary noise like it would go <laughs> and you're like you know because it's like warning radiation and i'm like hopefully this is fine We're what fine. do people have to have x-rays all the time do i don't know but i'm like what about the nurses like they're just in that room i mean they're not like in the room when they're scanning you but like they're around the radiation you know so I don't know. Let me know. If you guys know anything about that, <laughs> I'm curious. And, you know, when we say that, we're serious. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, neurotypicals are like, I wonder why that they is. Just they just ask questions to yeah, ask they, questions. They don't wonder. They really don't wonder. We need to, we need answers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it will bother me until I forget that I asked that question. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It'll be on my mind until it's not. <laughs> well, um, so that my knee, just so people like, so we wrap it up. My knee's been hurting for years now. Uh, over the last month or two, it's gotten progressively worse to where I'm like embarrassing, limping. It's not fun. And uh, <laughs> this x-ray showed that my kneecap is just in another world. The way Nicole described it when she told us was, and my one knee's doing the Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, my, one, my knee's doing the Tokyo Drift. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> I almost, when I when I posted on my story, like, here's a normal knee versus my knee, I almost put the song, <laughs> dun, 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 the Tokyo Drift song, and I didn't know if people were going to get it. 
I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> I never watched Tokyo Drift, even though my family did I didn't own it. Know, I didn't know that was something you could watch. I just thought it was a song. No, it's uh, Fast but and the Furious says, Tokyo Drift. It's, it's the third one in the series. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says the like sound is like, called Tokyo Drift. So I feel like people would get it. I just thought it was a TikTok thing. <laughs> yeah, and the ninth grade I don't know girl. shit about the Fast and Furious. I know that somebody in the franchise died and whatever yeah people were very upset about that yeah ninth grade uh this girl my grade she did a speech on fast and the furious tokyo drift and we watched a clip in class (laughs) that is the extent of me seeing it like (laughs) what what kids do when given the opportunity to just do whatever for a project it was the one speech where you could do whatever you wanted like whatever you were passionate about, I'm just passionate about Tokyo Drift. I had planned something. I don't remember what it was, but then I scrapped it the morning of to do a speech about Shih Tzus because those were the dogs that we had growing up. <laughs> and I was able to literally pull an entire speech that got an A out of my ass. And I am not good at speeches. <laughs> I feel like the one thing I, I hated presentations, so they all just got blocked out of my brain. But I remember one time in health class I had to do a PowerPoint presentation in like the seventh grade and I think I did it about phobias Mm. like just phobias in general and I don't think I had to do much research for that I feel like I just remembered googling like what is the fear of this or like what is the fear of that here's this (laughs) yeah but then I made it really I've been I've been a funny bitch since day (laughs) one because I not only here's the thing I'm not I was not the class clown I was quiet as fuck in the back and then I was this bitch that gets up and then makes everybody laugh out of nowhere they're like what the hell who is this was she in her class yesterday um so I like put in fake fake phobias in there like you know thriller phobia fear of Michael Jackson obviously (laughs) I don't know so just rant, rant, random. But yeah, my kneecap is in another world. And we're going to see if we can physical therapy that shit. Get it to come home from vacation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, wait, so is it going that way or that way? <laughs> like, because I'm looking at this x-ray and it looks like it's going inwards. No, it's over there. <laughs> Some people's fathers abandoned them. Nicole's knee abandoned her. Yeah, my, <laughs> And I had told the lady, I'm like, just so you know, I think kneecaps are disgusting. And she's like, well, just so you know, yours is the problem and i'm like oh great and we're also very glad i'm lounging right now because when nicole first told it i was working out standing up and both times she had brought up like different parts of the story i was like about to fall over I'm like <laughs> oh my god i'm aware of my knees <laughs> i was actually crying the mcdonald's drive-thru when you were like i can't drive i can't <laughs> like, literally, I'm trying to hold the brake and my knee wouldn't give me enough strength yeah i think brandon saw my kneecap like going the other way and i almost collapsed on the gym floor <laughs> So, yeah, that was unexpected. I didn't think I was going to get any answers, but x-rays don't lie. (laughs) I was like, that. (laughs) X-rays and hips. (laughs) Like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Getting into what we have to get into today. This is a highly requested episode. Is it? I think like three people have requested it. (laughs) Highly requested. Three people. I mean, three people is a lot. When 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 three people message me, like the day an episode comes out to like say something about that episode, I feel like we're popular. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, people are eating this new episode up. <laughs> and like two people are like, hey, <laughs> shout out to Hannah and Steven, <laughs> our local friends. Who Love listen. y'all. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of which, you know, when we were looking up our, our like followings or whatever, just to see how many like men follow you, whatever, which did you look up your IG one? Cause you're a lot thirstier on the Instagram. Guess what it's up to. 25%. 27% men. <laughs> Homophobic. I hate men. <laughs> I did. I was like looking at new self-help books to download and one was called how to date men when you hate men. <laughs> and I was like, I might have to use one of my yeah. credits for this. What the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like I literally just forgot what we were talking about. My brain just like cleared it. We're getting into the, the topic of our app. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say something. Oh. Anyways, we're talking about winterizing the plants. Not really winterizing, but just like how our care kind of changes going into these cold months. And what a perfect day. I mean, it's snowing out right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, look at all those icicles on your garage. There's icicles on the garage. Oh my God, there are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's full on winter. Yuck. Like scary winter. Like people are getting into accidents winter. It was like 70 degrees a week ago. It actually was. It was really <laughs> like, we kept getting fake winter. Like it, we literally got snow and then it got up to like almost 80 degrees again. Mm-hmm. How the hell? Anyways, how how long ago was it that you brought in the plants? It's been a while. It was the beginning of September. Yeah, so it's been cold. Yeah, because that's when it started dipping down. So like snow cold and plant cold, uh, it's way different, y'all. So we bring in the plants. Usually like people are kind of looking at the nightly temperatures to dip kind of like below 55 or below 50. Yeah. Sometimes it, it really just like plunges. Like it went from like being around like... 55 at night to like 20s because that's what happened with mine i was like oh my god it's and mine probably would have been fine because they were in the greenhouses but like it was like 55 55 and then it's like mm, it could get down to 30 tonight and i was like oh yeah so people were racing like some people took theirs in a little bit early they're like i'm not chancing it let's well, just do it a lot of people are smart and they do it in like waves instead of taking in 200 plants all at once um guilty as and some people don't do it at all like me <laughs> and you know what? i was thinking about it on the way here i was like dang why did i bring all my plants outside just to not bring any of them in and here's the thing a lot of those plants that i brought outside i gradually brought them out i'm not a big task person i don't make plants a big task for me i put in <laughs> bare minimum and i love it i mean when people are like oh my god how do you keep these plants alive i'm like you wouldn't believe it bitch i don't <laughs> i don't i really don't so <laughs> i brought all these plants out and then it's like boom it's time to bring all of them in oh that sounds like a lot of work and also you gotta de-spider them all Ew. also i will say you did also bring out like a lot of plants that you weren't like absolutely yeah. in love with where i was like i'm bringing out the plants i love the most because i want them to have the outside yeah you're like <laughs> i want them to grow nice and big and i was just like let's just see what happens because like you know i've got a lot of thieves in the neighborhood too yeah you're, yeah um we've got some crazy squirrels we've got a lot of outdoor cats i'm like who who knows what could happen so a lot of the plants that i chucked out there i was like they were ones that weren't doing in yeah. well inside in the first place. All the plants I brought outside, had you done that in the same capacity, they would have all been just either stolen or destroyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of these plants, I didn't even go water them. I just let nature run its course. Yeah. I'm like, when it rains, you'll get drinks. And when it doesn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal with it. Every once in a while, though, because I had those plants like in planters, some of them that did not have a hole. So every once in a while, I have to go out there and like dump out all that water that was mm. collecting in there. So icky. <laughs> oh my God, so icky. So I actually did, I brought in one plant, Brandon. I brought one, one plant in. Yep. 
And I gave a lot of them to Sam, remember? Yeah. So they didn't all die out there. Sam came, I don't remember what for. I think it was because she was helping me with my plants or something. And I was like, hey, Sam, how about you take all these and just propagate them and just cut them up? Yeah, and then and she, she was like, okay. Brought them all here and now they're all downstairs in the tent. Well, she actually does have my big Peru at her place. Oh, yeah. So she cut She's that back and it's in her window and it looks great. Yeah. It looks so good. I'm like, oh my God, that's the same plant? Which I do know that I actually cut that thing back. And fun fact, those cuttings are still sitting in water from before I put it outside. <laughs> yeah, some of them haven't even rooted yet. <laughs> I See, hate Perus. Perus do not grow for me. Yeah, I hate Perus. That's why that variegated one is popping out a new leaf already. I'm like, oh, what a blessing. Yeah, it's they're really hit or miss. So, um, I mean, some of them are grown roots, but that's literally only a couple inches. And I'm yeah. like, really, it's been a whole summer. It's been a whole summer and a whole fall. So... I brought one plant in and I actually wasn't going to bring that plant in because Sam was like, do you want me to grab that for you? And I'm like, no, just leave it. And then I don't know what Izzy was doing, but she was over there and I'm like, when you grab that begonia for me, (laughs) it was my big begonia maculata that I actually got for free. It it was given to me like on the brink of death at a little plant potluck thing. And I was like, sure, I'll take this. And it's been doing so great for me. I keep cutting it up and it's doing awesome. And I just felt really bad. I was like, no, I want to keep it. So that's yeah, the one looking pretty good it and it started flowering out it. there and mine is about flowering. to smash up onto the shelf because it's behind that big leaf so it, no, it already exist is to me. <laughs> it already is doing that yeah brandon he's like oh, these plants are gonna climb <laughs> and some of them are now up at the ceiling as if like imagine you are like in a tank that's filling up with water and you're trying to breathe at the very top that's what his <laughs> leaves are doing at the ceiling they're like oh my god help me <laughs> Oh, winter. So let's see. I cut, we covered when does it get cold. Um, we need to tell people where we are. I mean, I assume you guys know where we are, but some people, when we met up with them in Florida, they're like, oh, you guys are in Michigan, right? No. <laughs> we are in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. In zone 4B. Zone 4B. So if you guys don't know what your zone hardiness zone is, go look it up on the Google. Figure out what it is. It doesn't really matter that much, like as far as houseplant goes because i don't know i think people use the zones more for like outdoor planting yeah. and what to do but um it's a good indication as like how far away you are from actual tropics because that's like zone 10 so yeah. we are not close at all yep we're way up here there's not even is there even like in the continental u.s is there even like a zone three I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> oh. Will you look on the Google because my phone's about to die and I need no. to look at this list. But um, so that's when it gets cold and that's where we are. But I guess what do we do as far as like watering, lighting, heat, propagating, repotting, plant chopping, all that stuff and how plant life changes around this time of year. Um, so the odd thing about lighting is people are always like oh my gosh it's so dark in the winter and it does get dark because it just gets dark so damn early but with all of the snow outside and with it being literally white it actually can get pretty damn bright in this house yeah the winter is like the only time that my house specifically gets any light because there's light coming up from the ground where normally there's no reflection of light so it's all blocked from above yeah like i was wearing sunglasses on the way to my appointment it was so cloudy out but because it's like so bright and white my eyes are like (laughs) um and just so you know there is some zone three in the u.s and most of it is in minnesota (laughs) (laughs) way up there way above like duluth you know yikers 
Because I know that, like, I, I'm pretty sure that, like, 4A is still in, like, North Dakota and whatnot. Yeah. The North Dakota is mostly 4. South Dakota has a little bit of 5. Do we have any 5? Tiny little bit on the bottom left-hand corner of the state towards left to center. How cringy. I can't believe I moved to a completely different zone. Well. Where were you? Were you in 3? I don't. I'm not super familiar with the uh geography of minnesota but it looks like minneapolis might actually be in a small cloud of five well i know we're not but it's cool to think about so brandon tell us about your watering schedule as far as winter goes and how that changes from summer to winter um for me well with watering it always depends on if your plants are growing for a lot of people, their plants go dormant and they don't put out any new growth in the winter, which is totally normal for normal people who are not psychopaths like me, who have so much light in their space artificially that it is blinding. Um, so for me, because mine still are growing, I water slightly less than I do in the summer. Mm. I just looked on Google and it says that Minneapolis has... Z- z- has hardiness zones 4B and 5A. Yeah. Random. There's a little cloud. But I think that's like the five is like the super specific, but then like most of the maps are like kind of a little bit more general. Mm-hmm. Like the Arbor Foundation map is like very specific, but then a lot of them are more like fluid. Mm-hmm. So the issue that I have like when I'm, when going into winter is just how cold my house gets. Um because it's really old and mm-hmm. I keep the plant room door shut to keep the cats out. And with there being two windows in there that are not really sealed well, it gets pretty damn cold in the plant room to the point where like, and you know me, like I yeah. don't mind being cold. I don't like to sweat. So the fact that I can walk into the plant room and I'm like, oh my God, it's cold in here. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> I feel bad for the plants, especially being like in the cabinet where like, that's not warm. That's metal. That's cold. You know, like sitting in there, I feel like I'd be like, hm, I'm chilly. Well, yeah, I was like, mine are like hot, but I also have like super powerful lights sealed and there's like a gajillion plants and there's a humidifier. So like open mine up. It's like. <sighs> and yours also breath. have a really specific smell. We won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my watering doesn't really change. I mean, I always just water when the plants are thirsty. I don't have a day. I don't have a time. I don't have anything. I should have a sink. It's whenever I clean the fish tank. <laughs> Which now that the fish tank is doing good for the first time ever, it's a lot less. <laughs> so you're like, you don't have to like take the water out like twice a week. Literally. <laughs> I did. I walked in and was like, oh my God, I can like see in there. It'll be nice once I get all those cuttings out and I can like rearrange the plants and like try to make it look nice. But oh yeah, some of those like that you planted in there, like that thing back there is just growing like crazy. I wish some of the ones that died wouldn't have died because I liked a lot of the ones that died. It must be hit or miss, like throwing aquatic plants in there. Yeah, because aquatic plants are like regular plants. They all need different things. And Mm. I don't, I am not going to do that level of research because there's a lot less information on aquatic plants. It's not as easy to. uh, You're going to have to like sit through YouTube videos and listen to people like talk about it. And fish people for the most, there's one girl I like, but the rest of them are so boring. (laughs) The fish people. Uh, Sorry, fish people, if you're listening. 
Yeah, so it gets really cold. I mean, I sealed last winter. I sealed both of the windows just with like, with like a shitty plastic thing. Well, Andrew windows are so big; it's hard to do like a really good job. You know, like the sealing yeah, the, sealing windows with the wrap is not easy. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they worked, but then um, I took one of them off because it like ripped, and I was like, I want to be able to like see out this front window. The other one, like facing north, I just left that there. And then Charlie was being crazy and ripped it open. So now it's all cold again. Because honestly, when I sealed both those windows, it went up like a good 10 degrees. Oh. It was like a good change. Okay, so maybe my parents were onto something because they made me do that every year. And I was like, it really I does hate that. If, if they're trying to, yeah, if they're trying to penny pinch and save that money on the energy, and it's And the sad working. thing is, we burned firewood we didn't even have an energy bill in the winter <laughs> well they're not trying to well, i mean there was the an firewood. energy bill for like i guess the lights and stuff but <laughs> <laughs> well i guess we did have electricity <laughs> we lit every light with a candle <laughs> kerosene lamps <laughs> oh my god so my lighting i don't really add any extra grow lights because some people who rely like heavily on like the light throughout the day to come in they're like oh i gotta add a grow light here and there and i'm like mm. it's it's always kind of dark in my plant room so we just well, we have the same amount of grow lights that we did before my uh my lights i think i need to take like an hour or two away because mine go on at 11 a.m or 10 a.m until 11 p.m well and you also have really powerful ones like my fault when like, i have like the ones that give off heat my foliage is like like you can tell a lot of those leaves are like getting too much light yeah i can't do that i like my leaves if i'm gonna be spending the time growing them and they're gonna come out and not rip and not have pest damage they're not gonna have light damage either (laughs) no sir the only time i've ever had like light damage is i think when a grow light like falls on it and it's like i'm just gonna sit here on your plant that's the worst (laughs) and then um, and then it's like all your plants have like a line like you can just see it My when I first had a GE grow light and I didn't really know how close I could have them to my plants, I had like just a painted lady sitting under it one time and that got a nice big burnt hole in it. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, maybe not. Your Hoyas get like nice and sun stressed. Yeah, like, the Hoyas not, are like, beautiful. Burn it up. That thing's real damn pink though. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The plants that are on that back shelf that aren't Hoyas, I need to get them off because that is just way too close. Yeah, my, well, even some of my Hoyas, like my darker Hoyas, start getting a little bit lighter. And I'm like, I don't want that either. Like, I want you to be nice and dark. <laughs> but anywho, let me go back into, I didn't write fertilizer down on here, but you technically don't. I guess like you're still using your fish tank water. So your plants are getting like food. Um, I still, well, because I'm a crazy person, my care doesn't really change that much. So I'm still f- adding fertilizer to my fish tank water every time I water because all my plants are growing every single time you water your plants you fertilize them yes but like at like a fifth or less of the recommended dose jesus christ i can't even remember to fertilize half the time i'm like oh yeah that exists and but i make sure to do just the fish tank water with the alocasia so they don't flower and then i water everything out and then put some fertilizer and water everything else see my alocasia is the only thing i do like fertilize i'm like okay it's time. Anytime I even put a drop of fertilizer, they're all like, it could, they could literally be teeny tiny, just a little baby leaf. And I fertilize it. It's like, oh, time to flower. And four flowers come out and the whole thing dies. So. <laughs> no, thanks. We don't want that. But, 
So what do you do for propagating? I mean, you said nothing changes. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to propagate all winter long. Um, but going back to fertilizing, if you're not a crazy person like me, typically people don't fertilize October to like April, May, typically. So it all depends on your setup. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with propagating, I am at a point where if I throw it in the fish tank, it's going to propagate. So. <laughs> so you're like, why wait? I mean, if it needs to be cut, it's going to get cut. Yeah. And I think the main thing where people are like, oh, I don't propagate in the winter. Yeah, because their plants aren't growing as much. So they don't like have the opportunity to cut them. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And I think sometimes some plants are a bit slower to like throw out that new growth point when you chop them too. So if you guys are feeling apprehensive about propagating, I don't know, just don't do it. Same thing with repotting. I mean, I always tell people, like, if your plant needs a repot for these reasons, one, it's quite literally full in there and you're having to, like, water it every other day and, like, it's just all roots. Well, that's why that one fell because it doesn't fit in that pot. There's all roots on the bottom, so it's a little (laughs) tipsy-turvy. It's also, like, three feet tall. (laughs) Um, I normally don't repot due to pests, but sometimes people do if they want to, like, get everything out of the soil, you know? Um, I've never knowingly had a soil pest. Well, I mean, other, like, well, I guess everything else can hide nuts. in there. Yeah. Thrips can hide in there. Mealies can hide in there. But they're not like, you know, it's not like they're like, we're going to hang out in the soil and troves, you know? It, but, like, then there's, like, soil mites and soil mealies and, like, the actual ones that do hang out in the soil. And that's scary, but I've never, mm-hmm. I've never to my knowledge, had those. But, like, when people bring in, like, to the shop and they have, like, an infestation, I'm like... This is probably, in, if if there's this many of them on the plant, it's definitely, like, hanging out in the soil, like, waiting to come back. Yeah, some of those plants that you see are just insane. Like, oh, God. I hate the heebie-jeebies. But I have to, like, stay, like, level-headed, and, like, I have to, like, mask, like, the other way, and, like, not <laughs> let them know that I'm freaking out. Like, I am a professional. <laughs> I am unfazed by the hundreds of mealybugs in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just bring them to the back and hose them down. It's I fine. saw on a Facebook group someone made a mealybug costume for Halloween. I saw that. And I was like, I can't even look at this. It's so <laughs> cute, though. It is really cute. I, I thought everybody fucking reposted that thing. Um, yeah, I usually so. And then what was the other thing for repotting? I was going to say, like, some people choose to move into semi-hydro. I feel like, I mean, if I really want to in the middle of the winter, I'm not really thinking about, you know what what time of year it is if i want to do something i'm gonna do it you know yeah and i think if you don't have any artificial light and you're just relying on your windows then take more caution in what you do if you're somewhere where you get like a winter (laughs) some people listening to us are like what is that well i mean they they don't get a cold winter but they still get like a lot less light you know Mm -hmm. so because it's plants basically their circadian rhythm they just when there's less light is when they start to do these dormancy processes. So if you are just using the sun's natural flow, it's more likely that your plants are going to be in these, and then don't fuck with them. Unless you have a big like shift in your uh, weather or like coldness, because like my pings um, that I got shipped to me were like doing great, and now they just like immediately went to succulent mode because they're like, oh, I was outside for a little bit, oh, no. cold. <laughs> Time to go succulent mode. Um, but it is what it is. Pings are kind of weird and like just, I don't know, a lot of plants in general sometimes will go dormant like whenever the fuck. How do you know it's in succulent mode? 
when it's putting out tiny ass leaves. How do you not know this? Brandon, I talk about pings all the time. Well, I don't know. I And I'm, they have like the, when you go on like the California Carnivores website on the pings page, like the first thing that comes up is like, here's what they look like when they're in succulent mode. So they don't have people like emailing them freaking out. But, like, it'll just put out, like, tiny-ass little leaves compared to the big ones. And you'll see it. Oh. Like, you you have your giant rosette. And then all of a sudden, all the leaves are this big. And you're like, okay. Then no I, more ping. Then mine must have never done that because I... Yeah, so I mine have gone... I don't think I've gone, ever seen that. Yeah, so mine have gone, like, in and out of succulent phase. Well, some of mine have actually had for over two years now. Which means some of yours you've had to have for over two years, too. Because I gave you them, like, immediately after I got pings in the mail. At my old apartment. Um, but it is what it is. Usually you just, you can let them dry out a little bit more. Even though I'm pretty sure you let yours dry out anyways. Because they just sit there in the saucer. Some but of them dry out on accident. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So when they start drying out and they're like, I'm chilly. And they're like, okay, I'm going to go into succulent mode. Um, but I feel like my other plants, like alocasias, as far as like that dormancy goes. Like I just have them, like they just slow down. They never, like, drop all their leaves. But also, like, I feel like those, like, the allocations that I have, like, I don't know, like, the Black Velvet, Dragon Scale, Capria, whatever. I feel like those ones aren't really ones that are like, okay, I'm going to drop all of my leaves now. Replant me in the spring. <laughs> like, no, they're just like, okay, I'm going to slow down. Maybe drop some leaves. I feel like I still get growth. It's just a bit smaller. It's not, like, getting huge, you know? Yeah. But as far as plant shopping goes, that's one thing I hate about winter. Hate, hate, hate. Because I like to do a lot of online shopping here yeah. and there. And, I mean, not that I, like, get so many plants in the mail. I feel like I've been getting a lot of, like, random shit. I've been buying a lot more pings and whatever. But I like the option. You know? I don't like going into the auctions that I like to watch. And I just know that I can't get any of these plants even if I want to. Well, and then it's also, like, harder to, like, even go to a store and buy one. Like. Yeah, I this actually, is still a risk. I it, it's like my least favorite thing when I'm out when I'm like checking people out at the plant shop and I actually have to bag up the plant and like put the plastic wrap around it and then I tape that to the bottom of the pot and then I put that in another bag and so much work. It's so much work. It's not like too bad when these plants are like smaller, but then people buy these big awkward plants <laughs> and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? With this? Someone actually <laughs> bought a big ficus, a giant ficus, and I was like, I'm just warning you. This thing might not love the little trip you're about to take it on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about this. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I don't have a bag big enough for this. But I did. I taped up the very, like, bottom of the pot because I knew they were going to have to, like, tip it in the (laughs) car. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to tape up the whole bottom, the whole whole top of this pot so this dirt doesn't go flying everywhere. (laughs) So considerate. I'm like, because I have dirt all over my car. So (laughs) I'm like, y'all don't need that, too dirt in the car is not fine especially because i'm not really someone who's going to clean it up that's just not me and now that it's winter you're going to get it all wet and then like having mud in your car Ew! <laughs> like there were a bunch of crushed leaves when i was getting in my car today i'm like oh these are going to get all wet oh no <laughs> it's going to be like all the leaves in my yard right now that are like wet and soggy soggy <laughs> leaves gross <laughs> yeah it's like this worst um i feel like i kind of like went over heat but I do sometimes add some heat mats at the very bottom of my um, cabinets like and just slap it on the bottom. And then even the heat can, even though you want your plants to be warm, it can also be a double edged sword where it can dry the yeah. fuck out of your plants. So when you're, when your guys' heat is on in your house, which some people are like, what are you talking about? Cause some people live somewhere so neutral where they're like, I don't have heat or air. We just go 
based off the can you outside. I can't, I can't imagine because now that climate change is happening, these places such as like Portland, you know, when they like got, or even like Seattle, when they got that huge heat wave and they were like, we don't have AC here. You know, they're like, that's not a thing. And they're like dying of heat. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. (laughs) No, here, because it gets so ungodly hot and cold, you you have to have both. Yeah. But isn't it crazy that there's like literally 150 temperature difference like from different parts of the year 150 degrees kind of nuts but yeah so when the heat is on in the house and it's like you know cranking through the cranking through the plant room or just your plants in general it dries them out real fast especially if you've got a radiator in a studio apartment oh my god yeah (laughs) be careful y'all even like if you have something really warm or something giving off heat also be aware of your leaves like touching that or even being close to it or your leaves touching the window. Some windows are like freezing and then your leaves touching that. And they're like, I don't want that. That's how I killed my first orchid. Really? <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if I've killed any orchids. I've just been like, well, first and only. Around. <laughs> Wait, and now you have another. And now I've got one about to bloom. Yeah, me and Brandon both have random orchids that we got from trades. Yeah. The, literally, was, mine was just like someone who said it was her last plant left. And she's like, I don't want this. Will you just take it from me? And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> but now I feel like it's David. David's in us, and we're trying to keep these <laughs> fucking things alive. <laughs> He's an orchid queen. He loves them. We're little orchid princesses. <laughs> yeah, we're trying our best. I mean, we did it, but I feel like is that is it David who said, "Well, like now you got to get it to bloom again," because apparently, like getting yeah. another is like yes, the hard part. He did say that. But how long is that going to be? That's a long time. I know, like, are we going to just be nursing these pots with leaves all, all winter? Because I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Mine's actually sitting in another plant so it can get that, like, epiphyte vibes, you know? <laughs> no, it's literally just living in my silver sword because there's nowhere else it can go. <laughs> and the silver sword is taking up so much room. The pot is so big. I might as well just, like, put a bunch of plants in it. No, who cares? Just have the plants living together. It's like an arrangement. How has it only been 34 minutes? I don't know. Time. Time. It's probably because I didn't take my medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just definitely why. <laughs> Everybody can tell. I can't even imagine getting through a day. <laughs> uh, it's been an eternity. I haven't had, I didn't take them yesterday or today. So I would, how you're, sur- how you are as chipper as you are is truly beyond me because I would just, I would have. Yeah. Earlier today, I was not chipper. I was crying and freaking out. I don't even know what it was about. Well, I was freaking out because one, I was like, where are my, where are my meds? And I was like, and if I don't have my meds, I also don't have my hairbrush. I had to use my broken one. The, the one that I, that I, I think I still have that video. I can post it on the, on the story um, of me trying to brush through my hair. And then it just snapped in half. My hairbrush snapped in half. That's so good. You're like, I finally found my lost hairbrush. Brush hair. It's uh it's okay i really love my new one if i get it back someday (laughs) well at least i just have my med appointments so he'll be refreshing them soon hopefully i don't know i keep getting notifications from cvs that's like you have a prescription ready and i'm like what am i supposed to request it because i feel like when i'm out you guys should just send them to me i don't the fact that i have to request more y'all should know that i'm just out my new prescription mail service it's a treat my my meds came six days before i ran out just came i didn't have to do anything 
Mm-hmm. What a fucking treat. It was a treat. Oh my God, the amount of emails I'm getting from senators and politicians. I, if Nancy Pelosi texts me one more time, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> this one's Amy Klobuchar. I can't do it. I can also get getting like emails for like other states elections. And why do I care? I mean, I do care. I want y'all to be like good, but I don't think I can do anything for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> My vote only goes so far <laughs> in this state. Let me just uh, move real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, when you voted, it was still for Wisconsin, right? No, I did switch here because I was a little bit worried about the, I think it was like going to the state fair and like there just was a lot of Republican propaganda that was a little bit scary. Yeah. I I should have known that Minnesota would pull through and I probably, my vote probably would have done a little bit better work in Wisconsin, but. (laughs) Did you hear that um, Ted Cruz said that the results are making him so mad that he can't even see straight? Good. (laughs) The delusion. (laughs) And it's funny because he's like, Americans are outraged. And I'm like, they're outraged at you, Ted. I love watching the red wave reactions like in the, the lead up and then their reaction like we got a red wave and then they're, then they're like the red wave didn't come <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's like your people didn't vote for you you're non-existent people i mean they're out there and the ones that would have voted for you they're dead <laughs> i mean <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to the political commentary. At where are we growing? <laughs> We're just doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> no, but literally, did you see the video of like someone threw something at Ted Cruz like during a parade? No. What I feel a like treat. he. Got, I feel like he got egged or something. I don't remember what it was, but regardless of what it was, it hit him, and someone like stitched it, and he's like, "I feel like he should consider himself lucky." And it cuts off right before he can finish saying, because I once knew a guy named John F. K- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, alrighty, enough talking about, you know, offing Ted Cruz. Murdering politicians. <laughs> okay, now we're really going to get explicit. I was trying to think of a different word. Just disclaimer, me and Nicole literally could never murder anyone. No, the guilt would... At well, least, first of all, at least would, not intentionally. No. <laughs> first of all, we would get the ick. And second of all, our guilt would eat us alive. I'm not meant for that. But when you really think about the people who do, they're messed up. Or like the people who, I don't want to go there, who hurt animals? Oh my God. I could never. You're sick in the head. There's, the worst scene I've ever seen was in the butterfly effect with the dog in the bag. Oh. I don't think I want to know about that. No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) Sorry for the trauma, everybody. And then I I won't tell you what happened, but then the whole plot of the butterfly effect is that like Aston Kutcher can like go back to moments and like redo them. So it happens over and over and over and just a new sick twisted way every time. (laughs) That's really mean. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to traumatize people. We're supposed to be talking about winterizing plants. Put your plants in a bag. <laughs> what the hell? To increase humidity. Actually, it is a very good way to increase humidity. <laughs> but, you know, open the bag every once in a while. Give them a breather. Yeah, don't want to get too stanky in there, like my cabinets. No, like Sam's begonias. <laughs> Whatever those were. 
She had this begonia sitting on her shelf, and she said they were stinky. Oh, yeah. No, it was gross. <laughs> and then she brought me a bunch of cuttings, and, like, half of them were rotting. I'm like, mm, thanks, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to sift through these. <laughs> See, when I bring you stuff, it's it's alive. Like, you, you <laughs> Sam's like, this random jar of 55 cuttings that half of them are in the water, half of them are drowning, and half of them are just drying out. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> By the way, you don't want any of them. <laughs> She's like, they're for the business. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, if I have one more fucking begonia cutting, I will lose it. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting into. She's getting. You, you better get used to it because she has more begonias. <laughs> like every time I go over there, <laughs> like she's a begonia queen. She got to change her name to like Sam with the good begonias. I'm still kind of mad that I missed out on Brantherium. You could still do that, but I really like the Brandon Botanical. Yeah, I do too. It's and, but I do, I think, you know what you could do? You could call like the Antheriums that you breed, Brantheriums, and then have it as an option on your website. Oh. Yeah. And you know well, what you should do? Because I told, well, do you have a staff page on your website? Mm, there's like a little about us, yeah. Because you need to have a separate staff and then have CC listed. I don't know if CC's on there. Because when when you go on like the, uh, why am I bringing up California carnivores again? But when I went on their website. you're obsessed. I'm not obsessed because <laughs> I was reading about their history and their LGBTQ and the AIDS and everything. So they have the cat, the greenhouse cat listed mm. as an employee. How so. cute is that? So I think you should do it. And I told Maya and Lily to do that so that they could put Kiro, the dog, that's always there. On the staff page, because obviously she's part of the staff. It only makes sense. Well, Brandon, do you have anything else to say about winterizing the plants? What's the most important thing? Not to stress about it. That's good. I was going to say that. Yeah. I think people deal. People overthink it. Yeah, because I think a lot of times people are going to overcare for them. Just do what you've been doing. Water yeah. it when it's thirsty. If, if you can make your conditions more summer-like, do it. If you don't have the resources to or you don't want to. That's fine too. Mm-hmm. You know, what I was gonna try and do is trying to buy one of those like vitamin D lights. They're expensive. Yeah, and I feel like they don't work that well. Yeah, because you know what it says to do, and this sounds impractical as fuck. It tells you to like turn it on for thirty minutes and literally like sit in front of it with your yeah. eye with with your face like two inches away from it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just want one like on. Well, like, I think it works better for the neuro tips who don't have quite as big of a deficit that we do. Yeah, because like it's not just the fact that it's dark out. It's the fact that it's cold. It's a task to go anywhere. (laughs) Nobody wants to do anything. It's just sad. You wake up, it's dark. You get home from work, it's dark again. I did see this TikTok and it was this girl talking about this book. And I decided that I didn't want to read the book, but I was just going to uh, take the brief little thing she said and like kind of follow that. It's like this Swedish principle of like making winter really cozy because like obviously like in northern sweden it's like bad you know like dark all the time Mm -hmm. like they're like light a candle all the time always have a candle burning make sure you always are in a comfy sweater make sure you like how you had like the fireplace on like just do like everything possible to be cozy i turned it on again today (laughs) and and i couldn't think about not having it on because it also not only is it like bright and i don't know if my brain is fucked up but i feel warmer when i go near (laughs) it (laughs) 
but it also is a little crickle crackle. Yeah. It's cracking just like just like a normal fireplace. I will say I did love heating our house with fire, minus the actual taking lumber and starting fires and then smelling like smoke at school and everyone being like, You smell like a campfire. <laughs> Those were the negatives, but the warmth and the crickle crackle was always a benefit. <laughs> Although we didn't have like fancy, we had like the fully enclosed stoves that are meant to like heat your house. Like we didn't have the fancy fireplaces where you can like see the fire. Like if the doors were open, it would burn through the wood and then it wouldn't, see, there'd be no point. At my mom's old house and then at the house she has now, she's, she's had fireplaces, but they're the ones with, with the light switch. Must be nice. You just go floop and then it goes vroom. And you're just like, fire. <laughs> Except she had to get it fixed or something because like, um, or maybe she didn't get it fixed. Mom, let me know if you did or not. <laughs> because she would like flick it on and she's like, where's the fire? Like she would like turn it on and it would just be like, Vroom. and I'm like, where did the fire go? And they're expensive to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I, I, I miss my our old, old house because there was carpet right in front of the fireplace too. So, I mean, it was like, I'm, it was like nice and there was like brick and whatever. And then there was the carpet. Yeah. But just like sitting in front of it with like, you know, your little blanket. And then we also had like a TV down there. You can just sit by the fire and it was Aww. so fun in the basement. I miss that. But now I do not have that. And now we just have the TV where I literally have to go on YouTube and look up <laughs> 10 hour fireplace. Does it have ads? No. <laughs> oh, I, well, cause I have YouTube red. Oh I think yeah. I am. Yeah. That's the, like the one thing I pay for. I'm like Spotify <laughs> premium. Never heard of her. YouTube bread. No YouTube premium. They don't even call it YouTube bread anymore. <laughs> That's how long I've had it. So one thing I pay every month for, I think it's like $11 now. Mm. Ridiculous. What, you know what's sad? I pay for YouTube TV, which is $70 a month. It doesn't include YouTube premium. You have to buy them separate. Yeah. I actually one time did get YouTube TV and then canceled the free trial before getting charged. Thank God. Wait, maybe I didn't. Maybe I just made that up in my head. But I did have YouTube TV at one point, and I was like, that's how much it is? Hell no. Yeah. It's because there was a lot of shows that were playing, and now I just haven't, like, decided if I want to cancel it. Oh, Producer Cece. Oh, my she gosh. Waddling producer up. Cece is joining us. We've been producer lists. Ooh. Oh, that was a good that one. Was so cute. <laughs> Cece, come here. She is so like curly. Nope. See, nope. We're not. We're not turning our volume down. <laughs> no, she wants to be all over me. Hello. Oh my God, your butthole looks so weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a true chocolate star. <laughs> See, what are you doing? She's really about to walk all over this thing like a real cat. She's like really wanting attention. I love cats so much. Have I mentioned that? Why are you headbutting me like that? <laughs> Do you want to read us a review, Brandon? Absolutely. Let me pull it up. I actually screenshotted it ahead of time, like an adult. Um, anyway, if you'd like to give us a five-star review, well, no. You need to give us a five-star review. This isn't a choice. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, well, if you want to, and you went the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> because it really helps us, uh, the algorithms of the big podcast hosts, aka Spotify and uh, Apple, which are the most important ones for us. Um we need good, a lot of reviews to show up on the charts to get into the algorithm to f have new people find the podcast. And we want to share the plant love, and I'm sure you guys do too. So if you haven't already given us a five star, it is pretty easy on Spotify. You literally just have to listen to at least 30 seconds of the podcast. And I'm assuming you didn't skip to the end, so you're probably more than 30 seconds in. Just press five star. 
if you have an iPhone, please do both. But you can also go to Apple Podcasts. You have to do a little bit of work. You have to scroll down a little farther. Um, and then you have to click something. And then you can either do just a quick five star. But if you give us a little bit of something to talk about, we will read it on the podcast, which is what I'm about to do now. <laughs> okay, Cece, you ready? This one is from XYMeh underscore 14. Uh, <laughs> and it's titled Great Plant Podcast. Potted Plant Emoji. Became a plant parent during the pandemic and eventually found y'all on various platforms. So thankful to have this podcast. It's like being in the same room with friends while I'm listening to it. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and enjoyed hearing your thoughts about the stay in the city. I'm glad y'all liked it. We actually can't wait to be back. Right? That's like the one place where we're like, let's go. (laughs) Thank you for being you and continuing to being great people. Potted plant emoji, three star twinkle emoji, hands up in the air emoji. (laughs) Thank you. I love that. We love hot Lana. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you guys are listening to this, um, go check our stories because we're having our big Q&A coming up, our big 50th episode Q&A, which I can't believe it's only been 50 episodes. Why does it feel like we've done 3,000 of them? Uh, literally. <laughs> well, think of 50 hours. That's 50, like on average. So let's say they're 45 minutes. That's Still, Some of them are way longer. Some yeah, of them so are that's probably 50 hours of content. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of time. Yeah, we did it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you can either like email us a question if you don't find anything on our Instagram stories. But I did put up like something on our Instagram and I'm going to do it like again today or tomorrow or whatever and be like, hey, give us some questions. Now Cease is coming to you. Hi, Cease. <laughs> you can find Cece on Instagram. It's at it's underscore cc's underscore world it is cc's world we just live in it nope cc what are you gonna do i thought she was about to bing bong us (laughs) (laughs) she was getting close (laughs) anyways brandon where can people find you on the interwebs you can find me on instagram tiktok youtube at brandon botanical you can find my plant shop at monsteraplant.co as the URL and the Instagram handle. I've been doing good on Instagram. Have you seen all my little pictures? Oh, yeah. That's all me. And that's it, right? Where? What about you? Uh, I am on Instagram, TikTok, and the Pinterest at Nicole Larson Grows. Also, go check out my artwork on Brandon's uh, website because I have some art on there. Oh, and if you uh, use the cold... Ni- the cold? The code Nicole Larson Grows at monsterplant.co, you can get 10% off. I thought it was Nicole 10 I think it's Nicole Arson Color Grows. Your old one was Nicole 10. I didn't know it changed. Anyway. Okay, bye. We'll talk to y'all later. (laughs) (laughs)